Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveller who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi, listeners. Welcome to another Melting Pot weekly episode. You know, Melting Pot is a series of conversations with some very inspiring guests. And my very inspiring guest today is Pritika Chavla. (laughs) Pritika is an actress, but that's not the only way to introduce her. She's also founder of Final Call Productions, which is a production house. And as she mentioned to me before we started recording, that she's also the founder of Pickle Shickle, which is, she says, her baby. So let's find out more. Thank you so much for joining me today, um, Pritika. And I'm really looking forward to, I mean, basically your story. Hi, Payal. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here. (laughs) Okay, so where, I mean, like I do with most guests, a little background on where you're originally from and, and, you know, some a little bit about your growing up years and then how you progressed into acting. Is it something that just came to you organically or is it something that you were seeking? And then, of course, essentially everything about you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Where do I begin? I'm glad you actually asked me where I'm originally from and not uh, where I am now because I'm an absolute nomad and I'm, I I don't even know which city I belong to anymore, but I was, I was born in Delhi. I went off to boarding school in Dehradun when I was 13. Mm -hmm. Uh, My grandparents lived there. So it, it was something that was actually like an obvious thing for me to do, Uh, go off to boarding school there. I finished school and, you know, I had no idea at that time what exactly I wanted to do. I I knew I wanted to be related to the media in some way, but I didn't know how. At that time, journalism was was pretty cool thing to do. And so I thought, you know, they were just introducing that course, that, that media course. And I think Xavier's was the only college that had it at that time. 
I think it began communications or something like yeah, that. Yeah, what they called it. I completely, you see, I'm not a fan of formal education. This is the <laughs> thing. So I, <laughs> I, I, I'm forgetting what they called it. Anyway, I, I thought I'll apply to that college. So I went to Bombay to pick up the form and to hang out with my sister. And I just never came back. I never went to the college or any college for that matter. I stayed on in Bombay. I started doing theater there. And yeah, I just didn't come back. I got my mom to send me my car and my clothes. And for 10 years, I hung around. I did a lot of theater work, a lot of, a little film work, lots of web series work. And then I realized that I really loved production. And so I opened Final Call. We did a web series. We did a few ads for Amul, some really fun ads, actually. But producing is not entirely my scene, really. It's a, it's a crazy world. So I mean I'm 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 doing it very little now. Uh, if I can help it, I hire someone to take over from me on production. But, you but then I opened Pickle Shickle. Sorry, you never thought of adding um, direction to your sort of your whole uh, gamut of experience. Not as yet. I did try directing a play when I was 24, and it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I was just like, I should not be doing this. But <laughs> yeah, so no direction as such. But I do, I do do workshops, and I I work with actors. I've I'm in the middle of actually studying to be a drama therapist as well. You know, in that sense, I like to work with people individually. But I don't think I can I can direct an entire. Okay, so actually, or show or film, right? So yeah, so to piece it all together, because then you're, you know, the DOP, the actors, your crew, everyone needs to, you need to be in control of all of that. So the different moving parts, right, that make a, a production. Absolutely. And for you as a director, I guess that's not your thing. But that's, you know, I, I think every everyone has their own little strength and have some weaknesses and it's it's nice to be able to balance it out. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to recognize it as well. Yeah. Yeah, to accept it, to recognize it, and then to have the ability to be able to say, okay, I can let go of it and I can move on and focus more on what really kind of goes with, with, my, um, with my passion or whatever it is that I love to do. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So how did the movie Shahrukh Bola Khubsurat Hai Tu? Yeah, Shahrukh Bola Khubsurat Hai Tu. So how did that movie come about? My God, I just love that you asked this question because this is the, it was the most bizarre thing of my life. I was sitting at the Prithvi Theater in Juhu in Mumbai and I had just come out after watching a really, really harrowing play. Uh, my hair was all over the place. I was I, like, it was just a miserable experience to watch that particular play. It was not fun. But here I am sitting in the cafe, just thinking about the last two hours of my life. And someone came to me and said, you know, that's Makran Deshpande over there. He's asked me to ask you if you'll star in his film. I said, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I, I looked at Makrand and uh, he waved at me and I went up to him and I said, what? And he said, you know, I saw you sitting across the, the cafe and I think that you'd be perfect casting. They needed someone who was a roadside flower seller. So he said, you look like 
the character I need. Will you do this? And I was like, but what about auditioning me? What about? And he said, yeah, yeah, we'll audition you, but I'm pretty sure I like this look. So how are you placed? I said, you know, actually, I'm supposed to go. I had, I was dating someone then, and I had, we had bought our tickets to go off to Europe for a holiday in two weeks from then. I said, you know, I'm going off to Europe in two weeks, but I suppose I can change that plan. I don't know. He said, yeah, do it because we're shooting from next week onwards. Actually, he'd even begun shooting his film, and he, there was an issue with his cast and things like that. But yeah, that's how it happened. Wow, that truly is organic. I mean, so yeah. had, he, had he seen you at Prithvi on stage or, or or none of that, and he just saw you looking very harrowed, and he decided that you're the home one to cast. Yes, oh, wow. I mean, I had never done any. I was helping someone on production at that time for another play. I mean, I was there for a holiday pile. There was nowhere he could have seen me. There was nothing. It was just. it was meant to be that i was to spend the next decade of my life in bombay and makrand was the the channel that made it happen wow that's that's quite a story wow so when you went because you had no screen experience when you the first day of shoot can you do you have any recollection of how it was <laughs> who i mean how how did that day kind of pan out for you You know, it all happened so fast. Oh my God, I'm loving that you're asking me all this. I've not thought about these things in about 15 years. But it all happened so fast. He said, "Are you on?" I said, "Okay, tomorrow we can meet at the office." I was on then. He said, and you know, all this while my mother was also getting very stressed out. She said, "You know, she's sitting in Delhi." She said, "Listen, we don't know how do these things pan out. We've heard such horror stories and this, that, and the other." My sister knew Makrand, and she said, "He's a lovely man." and please don't worry about anything and all of that and it was true he just he held my hand from the day i signed that contract and he didn't let me feel scared for even a minute everything i did a fight sequence i had one fight master who came taught me i did a choreographed dance number i had to lip sync the song these were all things i had never even imagined but makran just didn't let me first it all happened so fast i didn't have a minute to feel scared about it because there wasn't a minute to think about it Secondly he just didn't let me feel alone you know even if i was in front of the camera it was like he was there and my co-actor sanjay dadij he was he was also so wonderful just yeah it was the yeah, team really that yeah that that does make a lot of difference and also it's and also i mean i agree if you're suddenly thrown into the deep end and you don't know how to swim you just you just somehow do it because you have swim. to save yourself so and and then if you have like a good team supporting you that's just that is half the battle won so and of course clearly you had the yeah. talent because that's what would have shown on screen and i guess that's that was the beginning of your journey right Yes, really. It was the beginning of my journey. <laughs> so what else have you has there been anything may have had an experience which clearly from what you're saying was pretty natural and it just slipped in and it everything went so wonderfully. But then did you have you also had an experience which has been like super challenging for you and you've like got into it and said oh my god how am i going to handle this one 
Yeah, I did. I had to make, a, I was doing a short film where I, ha- and it was for an NGO and I had to play a prostitute. And we went into, we went into all the brothels of Mumbai and we were meeting people having, con- it was very tough. It was very tough to have those conversations. And it was very tough to, you know, it's like you live in a, in your own world and and one hears about other worlds and one sees things about other worlds but to actually feel those other worlds in their flesh i was just talking to my to the girl who cleans the house actually she's kind of new and she said oh you act in films and stuff right i was watching all your work the other day and she told me about this one short film she saw pile and you know that was one where it took us 6 days to shoot in various slums of bombay now every day we would going to two slums a day uh, in and around bombay and every day the slums would just get worse and worse and worse and worse and i was telling rita you know finally by the last day we were in this slum it was massive 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 the problem is that not one house had a toilet so everybody just comes out of their home and they take they take a dump right outside the home as a result of which can you imagine in the monsoon you've just basically got an acre of land of wet human feces and everybody is walking in that everybody is living in that and there i was with my feet in that as well and the the, the footwear i was wearing was open open okay it was sandals it wasn't shoes and i really i that was difficult for me and it was difficult for me to accept that here we are all of us walking bare feet all of them living in that you know and it's difficult yeah it's difficult to to acknowledge that this actually exists and to see it in the flesh and not be able to do something about it mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah yeah that must have been quite an experience for you firstly you have to in the film you had to be someone like like that and then to see it all around you must have been emotionally quite disturbing as well for you wow. yes it it really was yeah yeah wow okay so to something happier now what is pickle shickle so pickle shickle <laughs> you know this is the thing about my life everything just happens so randomly so i was sitting my mom used to come to bombay to visit my sister and me and she used to make this pork pickle for us and all of our friends it was on very popular demand every trip she would be making 10 15 20 kilos this was the recipe my grandmother to make like and a, we grew yeah. up on yeah you know at some point people started my friends started getting very awkward they would say like, how can we keep asking your mom to make us this pickle this is very awkward why can't we pay her and she can make it and my mom said nothing doing i am not having your friends pay me to make them pickle that's ridiculous anyway one bombay monsoon no work was really happening and i i have this problem i need to keep doing something i like to keep myself occupied all the time i can see so my, i can see your body language <laughs> <laughs> clearly you're someone who can't sit still <laughs> <laughs> yes my so, mom's pandit told my mother this when he was eating my janampatri years ago he was just like ye bahut chanchal hai inko sthir rakhiye means she's really excited yeah yeah he calm her down ground her somehow <laughs> anyway so my sister and i are sitting in our living room on this very heavy monsoon day and i'm like prena nothing is happening why don't we start selling these pickles everybody wants them we should just start selling them and she said have you lost your mind we don't even know how to make it I said, let's see, no. 
So I put up on my Facebook status file. I said, we are selling pork pickle. I made up a figure. Who wants to buy? I had 40 orders within five hours. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, shit. This is turning real. I called my mother and I said, mama, quickly give me the recipe. I need to make this damn pickle now. People are buying it. So on the phone, she told me how to make it. My first batch was terrible. Second batch was terrible. Third batch was like how my mom used to make it. And we sold it to all our friends. Another friend was running a little pop-up. Artisanal stuff is what she focused on. And she said, you know, why don't you all put your jars there? That time we used to write all up on post-its. We used to write our pickle name and what date it was made and all. And she said, I can't have that. Why don't you just make some heavy um, labels and let's see. So I got a friend of mine, Valeria Polyanchko. I still can't pronounce her name. She's a dear friend. But she overnight made me the cutest labels for three kinds of pickles we were doing that time. For, actually, it was only pork. For this pop-up, I said, okay, let's do chicken and let's do lotus stem. And there it was. As they say, we never looked back. After that, I got my licenses. Uh, then Bombay was not big. My home in Bombay was not big enough for these pickles anymore. So then I moved to Delhi. I employed both my parents who are divorced. And so I take both their staff individually. I take uh, both their lives individually. And here we are. Oh, wow. So then the, <laughs> pickles, get, the pickles get made in Delhi. Yes. And in uh, in my dad's house in Delhi. And we, we dispatch them from my mom's house in Delhi. And uh, now we sell across the country. We're even in America, actually, on a, on a website called Trendia. Yeah, so it's, it, I'm, it's really becoming something and it's, it's wild. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, from acting to pickles is like so diverse. Right, and- who would have thought it? Yeah. No, but how exciting is that? So now how many um how many different flavors do you have? Just three or more? No, we have nine now. Yeah, we have nine flavors now. Wow. So is Singapore on your list of gosh, I really want to be able yeah, of course it is. It's on my wish list of places that to get this to you see I'm not a part of me is an admin person but but for to actually run a company I've really had to train my mind and my my body as well actually uh, because there's a different discipline that is needed to run a company and there's a different mindset that's needed so I'm working on that as well it's really been a workout for the last two or three years so now that I'm really in the swing of it I, I now know better how to handle paperwork and administration and licenses in other countries but yeah it's 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 a switch it doesn't just happen yeah and also if you've always been a creative person it's it's a very different dynamic to be a business woman versus a so I could call you an entrepreneur as well you know so yeah yeah it's completely a different dynamic and that's so that's so kind of heartening to see that you stop at nothing and you know and I I kind of I can get that because that's the kind of person I am as well I know I I am a nomad Uh, I mean like you I I don't know where home is, honestly. And the second thing is that even I kind of, I don't hesitate to, if there is something that I set my mind to do, I may know nothing about it, but I just go ahead and do it. Because if you don't experience it, then you don't really, there shouldn't be regret. You may not be successful at it, 
But if you don't do it, you may regret it down the line saying that, oh my God, I should have, who knows, what if, you know, all those what Absolutely. if, yeah, should. So, I mean, I completely understand where, <laughs> where you're coming from. And that's, that's so exciting to hear. And I'm sure, you know, pickle shickle is going places. So is that now in terms of time distribution, how much of your time is, is actually spent on pickle shickle and how much of it is spent on your, um, on the arts in terms of acting, in terms of uh, your production house? So, you know, the truth is that I was not successful at my production house. And so it's just parked on the side. I do a project once in a while just to keep it running, just so that there's some sort of income there. I don't make anything of it. It's just it's it's for the people who, who are working at it constantly. It, it just takes care of itself. I'm not really paying attention to it as such. Pickle takes up most of my time. In a day, it would take up about, if I had to quantify, it would take up about six or seven hours. But as I said, I've also just studied to be a drama therapist. And that's also deeply where my my passion lies because I, I just know that it's so helpful to people who, you know, not everybody's made for the talking kind of therapy. You, some people thrive in in other areas. And having been through a messy childhood myself, a very messy childhood, actually, I I feel like it is my responsibility to be there for others uh, who come from broken homes, who couldn't deal with, with their broken homes and who didn't find respite in therapy as such. So a lot, and I'm actually, I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm designing a module that combines improv in theater with drama therapy so that other people can actually work it as well and apply it and and they can use this This is going to of course be certified eventually by big people in the education world so yeah there's a lot of setting up of all of this that's happening you know my so gosh my time is really divided I now sleep about five or six hours a night and I'm trying to make that enough because I also want to have a little fun I I make sure I party two or three times a week as well so my time is really it's not structured, but it's very equally divided depending on what is needed when. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, with drama, drama therapy is something which is getting very popular is not the right word, but it's getting recognized. Recognized, yeah. It does help, you know, it helps because it's it's expression, it's 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 being able to forget about your situation and just be free and express and you know it's a way i guess of of also grounding a person you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me Pio, on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot yes 100 percent, 100 also it's, it's a really powerful tool in changing the neurological path of thought a reaction or a trigger you know so it's it's really like physically you are breaking a trigger and you're breaking a pattern yeah Yeah. and I, i i think it's so important to do that yeah no absolutely yeah that's 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 really amazing and i think it's it's you know something that obviously you i can hear the passion and you're you're obviously work and if you had a personal experience then i think your uh, the way you would perceive it because 
you've already experienced because you said you come from a broken home and you know so you haven't had the best childhood so so for you to then empathize and understand how another person with a similar kind of emotional you know emotional whatever whatever the term is i think it makes you you would obviously be able to give it that much more because it's also very personal for you right yeah absolutely yeah and empathy is the one you you hit that's the nail on its head empathy that's all it's all we need yeah completely. to understand each other completely and you know i mean as i understand sympathy and empathy are so different from each other and the approach absolutely. is and you know it yeah i mean i completely get that yeah wow so has acting taken a back seat it you know again the truth is that i wish it wouldn't take a back seat i audition like a crazy person i send my auditions from goa but nothing seems to have worked out in the last several months and I, it used to bother me earlier and it used to really it, it it bothered me it just bothered me but i'm i'm beginning to understand that there's a bigger plan and i have no control over it and so i don't like to say that it's taken a back seat because if i had a choice it would not take a back seat i mean if i had a good show to shoot i would be on a plane right now to bombay you know to do it but i suppose you asked me such a simple question and just look at me rambling away no, uh, to find it, the right answer no, for it no but this goes to show that i mean i feel that there is something so obviously if none of these auditions have worked out there is something out there which is still waiting for you because given which will be you know something that you will be getting on a plane and asap for i just feel that sometimes you know sometimes timing is everything and sometimes if yeah like maybe you know the universe probably picks up just that the universe i don't know picks up on our focus points and does what it thinks is necessary for that time so i'm not arguing with the universe anymore i'm done with that i used to argue a lot i used to defy it a lot but it is what it is and yeah i mean it's just whatever the plan is uh, will work out but i don't want to say that it's taken a back seat because it hasn't it's very much in my heart and in the fore right now but physically there's nothing to shoot or nothing to do you know i'm auditioning so in in that sense it's not taken a back seat you know yeah. i'm doing my scenes and i'm doing my lines and i'm doing my part yeah. just no one's watching it and that's the only difference between you know how do you know no one's watching it <laughs> but do you think being in bombay i mean i don't know does it really matter if you're there on ground versus if you're is it like an out of sight out of mind kind of so, it is okay yeah, yeah i think so have you looked at outside of hindi cinema have you looked at you know regional um cinema as well which i mean 
from what I understand, like I was chatting with Tanmay a couple of days ago, and I know he's a friend of yours, and he and we did Made in Heaven. And he played my husband in Made in Heaven. Oh, what? Which episode was it? Episode six, where this girl had to marry a tree. So I was the girl who had to marry the tree, and Tanmay was my uh, fiance who was not happy about the idea of marrying a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay, I, I have to revisit that episode again to to you know now try and make a connection because now I know you and I know him as well. Uh, not that I mean your character, so it's different from who you are uh, in real life. But yeah, no. So Tanmay was mentioning that um, he's like recently done a Malayalam film, and uh, we of course were talking about. Bengali and you know that I mean it, when it's out you should listen to it and I'm sure he's going to do your chat as well with me <laughs> so is that is that something that you've thought about doing research? I have I did want to explore South Indian cinema a lot also because I absolutely love it I think they're geniuses the work that they make there but I don't even know how I would begin or how to approach it I've never been good at this I've never been good at making a business out of my acting Mm-hmm. or yeah i mean just approaching the right people knowing the, the right places to go i've never been good at that it's really been something that's happened organically yeah and i i kind of like that you know i like that i'm not chasing anything to make it happen and so whatever does end up happening ends up being such a wonderful story and it becomes a part of me made in heaven for example i'm actually mangleek so my pandit had told my mother I mean, I don't believe in all this. My mother had my Janam Patris read many years ago and all of that. But uh, I was told I should be marrying a tree before a man in real life. So it, so it actually just, happened you know, in Maiden Heaven. I didn't actually marry the tree. But yeah, I mean, you know, I was I told mean, I should. You were told you should. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> but, so, you know, and this is what's really interesting to me about every character I've played, no matter what it is. whether it's staged camera anything it's just happened organically and it's been a part of me it's been a part of yeah my story and it's it's been really cool like that i i wouldn't even know how to begin approaching the cinema or anything it would be great if i'm taking a walk here in goa next week and someone meets me and i'm like oh i'm an actor and i want to do this and yeah but, but i i wouldn't know how to go to someone's office to approach something like that your this. your you speak from your heart and i think i think you yeah i mean you're just who you are and i mean and that's that's what i've picked up from talking to you and that's so so it's so nice to hear it's so genuine i think you know a lot of people yeah it's great to chase dreams but to to be able to do it i mean a lot of people you're absolutely right have that business acumen they you know they'll ha- they'll have a pr or a um, agency or a manager and you know it all works in a very in like in a framework but then it takes away some people of course like tanmay i don't know why i keep giving tanmay as an example maybe because <laughs> because you guys know each other i don't know yeah. like <laughs> he was saying that for him he uh, there were a couple of series web series that he declined because he he so believed in this malayalam project that he was doing you know and even though there was more money on the other side he just wanted to do do this and not 
not walk away from it because it meant so much. So I think, you know, and I think that's what makes both you and him so, so genuine. Um, and when, when it's like that, things do happen and things happen organically. And I, I'm, a, I'm a great believer in that. I think it's, you know, you just have to stay positive, have fun with what you're doing. And I think it's incredible. You've like, you know, you've got two very diverse things that you're involved in at the moment. And both of them are, especially your drama therapy. So it's such a stimulant, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's that's wonderful to hear. I think more yeah. importantly, I, I'm, I'm just not missing anything. You know, I'm, I'm content where I am. Um, there are times that my bank balance doesn't reflect uh, reflect contentment but even that's okay you know yeah I just I, I feel like I'm not chasing anything and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable in that you know yeah I think the bank balance does not equate to happiness ever <laughs> I don't that's true. That. that's very it's, true it I, is very true yeah. but the thing is that the, the, the thing is, and I've noticed this actually now after having been through a long and large spectrum of being on either end of this, this uh, scale, which is, yes, happiness was not something that was a derivative of, of money, but, but stress and sadness was when there was a lack of it. And it's really nice to now understand that it's so fleeting, whether it comes or goes, and it doesn't matter, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel it's, it's really it, an understanding. Yeah, I feel it comes back, you know. Yes. Because it's not, um, it's not, you know, you as a being, you as a person is who you are. And it's not like a moving part. You yeah, know? and I never understood that, Payal. I really never understood that. My mother used to tell me when I was growing up, and this is exactly what she used to tell me. I never got it. I, I now truly get it. And it's such a beautiful realization you know wow so yeah oh my god we've completely gone off tangent but I'm loving it I don't have (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean that's that's how melting that's what melting pot is all about it's about conversations where you know it's not curated it's very free flow and it's it's a chat you know and and at the end of every chat Invariably, I would say 99% of my guests from whichever part of the world, because I I interview people from all walks of life and all parts of the globe doing all sorts of different things. Everyone has said, we need to stay connected. And to me, that's fulfilling. Yes, you know, the number of listeners and downloads and all of that is fabulous. And, you know, that's what it's that the fact that recognition. But for me, I think the biggest recognition is that I have people who want to stay connected with me on a personal level. And that is just so beautiful, you know. And, And, you know, that's also coming from the just every question you've asked me, even though we didn't know much about each other before this conversation, Every conversation you've asked me has led to one more string being pulled in my heart. You've asked me things I've not thought about in so many years. And it's, 
I'm feeling so wonderful right now. I cannot tell you. This has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank and thanks to you, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I hope I haven't kind of reminded you of stuff that you did not want to be reminded of. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Okay, that's that's good. Honestly, genuinely had such a blast talking to you. Me Thank too, you so much, Pritika. Thank you. Uh, Pritika, what does it really mean? Oh, again, see, again, you've done it. You've asked me a question oh, I love. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to know the, the meaning, like the general meaning, or do you want to know my version? I want to know, okay, maybe both. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know. So then we can put it in context, right? So uh, yeah. Yeah, fine. Both, yeah. So Preeti means love and Ka was put there so that it wouldn't sound common. Because Preeti's, I mean, lots of people are Preeti's. Right. Too many are Preeti's. So my sister at the age of four thought, let's do this. She named me. But my version is that Preeti means love and Ka is a sutra that joins, that connects everybody. So I am the sixth element and the sutra of love that connects the world. Ooh, I like your version of it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, most definitely because your version has, it's more, can I say romantic? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's more romantic. Nice. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, thank you so much for, for chatting with me. I know it's what, what time is it for you? One o'clock? One thirty? Yeah, one thirty. One thirty. That's all right. Yeah, and you know, let's let's stay in touch. And good luck with pickle shickle. And I absolutely love the name. Thank you. <laughs> and also, I'm sure, and with your the module that you're working on, and I'm sure it's going to get accredited pretty soon. Tongue twister word right there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And anyways, whatever. I, I tried. <laughs> so, and also, I'm sure all these auditions that you're doing are something fabulous is going to come through very, very soon. Thank you, Payal. You've been so sweet and so gentle and kind. I'm, really, this has been such a lovely... We, 45 minutes, by the way, we've been chatting. This is so over time for your podcast. But, it's uh, fine. It, it doesn't matter. I think what, what's more important is that we've managed to... You've shared so much. And I think for my listeners, it's it's going to because you've given so many different dimensions and and understanding of things that i'm sure it's going to be really really good for my listeners to get to know you better plus also reflect on what you've said and maybe uh, maybe they they will even if it's one thing i'm sure they'll take something away from all that you've had to share so thank you so okay. much <laughs> Thank you again. I had an absolute blast talking to Pritika. She's so honest about her life. And again, I felt like I have always known her and was not talking to her for the first time. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Pritika. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. Until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 